friends. Welcome to the Unlikely Mentors Podcast. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Mitzi. And each week, we'll share tidbits of wisdom we've learned through life and through our rather unusual friendship. Welcome to episode number 36. You know, Mitz, it's that time of year when people are chatting about New Year's resolutions. We're just like a week or so away from the New Year. Can you believe it? I know. Well, it's more, yeah, about a week. You're right. Yeah, it's it's about time to be in 2021. I think 2020 has been hard for a lot of reasons. I think we're all ready. We are ready. And I think some people are hoping 2021 is totally fresh. And I wish that was the case. Like, I wish it wasn't just a continuation of 2020. Uh, But we got some other stuff to get through uh, first. But that's not the point of today. The point of today is to talk about New Year's resolutions, or maybe we would call them intentions. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, whether or not you set them, it's good to think about your past year and look forward towards the future of what you would change or what you what you want to do in the future. So Mitz, where are you like in this whole resolutions thing? Do you make them? Did you have them last year? Do I make them? Do I break them? That's right. So, um, you know, it always kind of creeps up on me. And then all of a sudden, it's the day before New Year's Eve or something. And I think, oh, my goodness, I have to make a resolution. And honestly, I don't think I've actually made a resolution in a long time. But when I was younger, I used to make them regularly. And they would be like, oh, uh, gosh, I don't even know. Were they like, I'm thinking of college, were they losing weight? Um, get good grades. But actually in college, I did get good grades, not so much high school. Um, I don't even remember what my resolutions were, but I did always make them. And and they were really, I put a lot of thought into them. But I, I was thinking, a lot of people think, oh, New Year's resolutions are stupid because no one keeps them. And they're they're not as um, effective as you think they're going to be. But here's how I like to think about it. Like you just said, Kels, um, it's the end of 2020, and it's going to be the beginning of 2021. And it's kind of like, okay, it's a fresh start. You kind of have the, you're standing in the middle of these two years, and you look back, and you think, okay, uh, what did I like about 2020? Uh, what did I not like about it? That was in my control. And then you kind of look forward and say, I have this clean slate. What do I want to do with my clean slate? Do I want to start some new things or or stop some uh, yeah. old habits? It's just kind of an exciting, fresh start time. So so yeah. I'm I'm all about the idea. And I don't know, though, that I will actually have a specific resolution. What about you, Kels? Yeah, so I I would say actually oppositely, I've never done resolutions like growing up and I I don't even, maybe I did and I don't remember it, but nothing ever very serious. What I have done, and I was just thinking like we should maybe talk about this another time, is at the beginning of each school year, I choose a one-word intention. So I choose like one word to be thinking about and focusing on that year. And that's maybe a, another episode topic, but but it's sort of along the same line of that. Like, but wait, then, quick, yeah. quick example, not don't get into it completely. Yeah, but. like my first year was good. So my goal is to like see the good in all the situations that came my way. Okay. 
Another year was seek. I was looking for certain opportunities. I was seeking God. Those so so I pick one word that I sort of like have as a focus for the year. If that makes sense. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. So, but last year I started journaling. And it was like, I got a new journal on December 19 or something. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to journal about like my goals. I called them goals. So I don't know if they are resolutions, but they're goals for 2020. And I was just, I have the journal in front of me because I was curious of what they said. Mm -hmm. And I've reached some goals and some I completely forgot about and were out of my control. So one was to have three months of a podcast and look at us. Yeah. Thanks for helping me reach my goal. Mm -hmm. Um, I also have to get into the Bible more. So I like, I wasn't sure if I was going to just read through in the year again or whatever, but I am reading through it in the year. That sounds great. Like I'm two for two and then it it gets a little shaky. (laughs) Yeah. Let's hear one of those. Yeah. Right. I was going to try to run 15 and a half miles. I wanted to do the riverbank run, the 25K. And, but I even wrote in there with or without doing the race. (laughs) And I, I did not, I don't even, I got some mileage in, but not that many journal consistently. I journaled consistently up until quarantine. And then it's not consistent. And then this one, I have one trip with just Chris, like a couple's trip to Chicago or something. And we definitely haven't done that either. So I am, you know, I did some, others not. I don't know if I would call those resolutions, though. I like like goals better. I don't know why. I like to call them goals, I think. A resolution seems kind of really specific and almost confining and maybe yeah. short termish. I I don't know. But. Yeah, exactly. I don't know either. But so this year, I don't know. I haven't decided. I need to sit down and do a little journaling. It's it is hard this year because if the future feels uncertain, like what kind of goals or or resolutions I should be setting. Although, of course, like health and fitness goals, you can always set if that right. makes sense. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I think there's that with COVID, there's so much that's out of our control that yeah. sometimes it's hard to think about, okay, but what can I do? Which is probably, it's actually probably more important to do right now then, because it's more yeah. thinking about what are those things that I have control over? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. agree. And you know, I was thinking about our age difference and, and I'm thinking that um, when people are younger, they tend to make resolutions or specific goals at the beginning of the year more. Because I talked to some of my friends who are my age, and and they most of them said they do not make New Year's resolutions. Um, one of them said, oh, I always fail anyway, so I don't even want to set myself up for that. Oh, that's um, funny. An- another person said that she doesn't do resolutions like we're just kind of talking about, but she kind of sets um, long-term hopes mm. for the year. And that's that's still giving yourself some kind of direction. Um, yeah. But so, Kelsey, do your friends do that or is that? I don't know. I, you know, it's kind of split. It kind of just depends on the person. I definitely have some friends who are uber focused on inten- setting intentions for the year and resolutions. Um, and then, you know, I have others that are a little more lax. And, you know, sometimes when you're in the midst of raising two kids and, or however many kids, and it's just busy, sometimes you just don't have time to sit down and think about a New Year's resolution, except to like make a resolution to 
spend more time on yourself, you know, those sort of things. Uh, That's what I feel like my friends are at that stage. Yeah. I I think you're kind of putting out fires all the time and you don't have the luxury of um, deciding uh, all these lofty goals. You're just trying to keep the children alive and keep food on the table. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So kind of speaking of that, you had said in a previous podcast that you had um, kind of discovered this new way of thinking and it was, you talked about setting intentions. And I was just thinking, do you, have you thought about the difference between a resolution and setting an intention? Because it sounds like you, last year in your journal, you were more like setting an intention Mm. than like a specific resolution. Well, I think, and you can correct me if I'm wrong on this, Mitz, but I think- Oh, I will. (laughs) I think our resolution is more like a very focused change you want to make, right? Like, I want to lose 15 pounds. I want to quit smoking. I want to, it seems like it's like this very direct um, thing that you either achieve or you don't achieve, maybe. Mm -hmm. And then- an intention is more of like this objective thing that guides our actions. So I, although, you know, I set the intention to work out tomorrow morning, it's like a commitment maybe that we want to align our actions with our values. So if I'm trying to get fit, then I need to set an intention to get up and work out in the morning. Does that that make sense? Yeah. I, they still, I'm still not really clear, but I I don't know if it even matters because as long right. as you are having something good for yourself in mind that you want to achieve, however whatever you want to call it, and however you want to go about doing it is um, it's kind of up to you. But yeah, well, and I think too, like I I hate the thinking of like I failed at this resolution because if you read the Bible for one month out of 12 months, that's not, that's better than you would have done otherwise. That's yeah, not, but, yeah, but you're right. I would have think of that as a failure if I said, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Whereas like, if I don't like, I would like to like, um, we're just, it's a stepping stone towards my future self. Okay. So Ooh, that it's not, I like that. it's not the end just because I didn't do it all 12 months. Well, maybe I'll pick it up again in April or yeah. whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Well, they say half of the people in America usually make some kind of a New Year's resolution, but this is this is sad. Only 8% are successful in achieving those goals. Oh, wow. And, and usually <laughs> most people have quit trying by the first week of February. Okay, it's a month. Yeah, yeah, a little hmm. over a month. And that's why they say, you know, uh, workout gyms are really full in January yeah. and then it suddenly falls off in February. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, speaking of like uh, maybe that intention thing, I, I thought of th- that this morning when I was thinking about resolutions. Um, earlier this fall, so I'm going to talk about myself for a minute. Please. I hope you don't mind. Please um, do. Early in this fall, I decided that I wanted to get a little healthier, and and the thing I chose was to drink more water. So mm-hmm. actually starting, it was like right at the beginning of September, I started drinking, I tried to drink 64 fluid ounces, and I didn't measure, mm-hmm. but I, I pretty much hit that every day, yeah. um, which, oh, excuse me, I have to go to the bathroom. I'll be right back. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> but here's something that happened along with that. I have always drunk lots of pop. 
My mm. my favorite is Diet Coke with some cherry in it. And mm. I have been drinking pop or soda, for those of you out east, for mm-hmm. years and years and years. And I have never tried to quit drinking pop. I love it. It's next to me. I drink it. It's a a party in my mouth. It's just wonderful. <laughs> a party in your mouth. And, and I You thought, are drunk off of that uh, soda pop. <laughs> I am. So I've I've always thought that I should stop drinking pop or or decrease the amount I drink, but I've never done it except one year I gave it up for Lent and it was not mm. very much fun. So I did not try to stop drinking pop, but what happened was because I added a good thing into my life, drinking water. I don't really have room for pop. And um, like when I'm thirsty, I drink water. Or even when I'm not thirsty, I drink water. And then I don't have really any time left or or desire left for more fluids that I'm already drinking. So I will say I still drink a couple ounces a day or every other day. I, I have not given it up. But I kind of replaced one thing with another and I don't miss the pop inadvertently you didn't even yeah. try yeah. wait that so- wait i we need to dig deeper into this sometime soon because that is so interesting instead of yeah. giving something up just replacing it with a healthier yeah. option i have to yeah. think i need to like ruminate on that a little bit yeah. more i'm not quite ready to share all my thoughts about it but okay. i know that i will have them yeah that's yeah. pretty profound mitts thank you i i You're love welcome. being profound now and then yeah yeah So, Kelsey, you talked a little bit about what some of the most common New Year's resolutions are, even though you don't make any. So can you tell us what some of those are? And I bet people could, I bet you could name them right now if you're listening. I know. Um, Eat healthier, exercise more, lose weight, uh, quit smoking, learn something new, save money, uh, read more, change jobs, drink less, right? These are all things. Um, meditate was on the list as well, which is something that you and I, Mitz, have talked. Maybe we yeah. uh, maybe we need to try. Yeah, you challenged me on that. We'll, we'll talk about I that did. later. We'll see. Yeah. Um, and I think, yeah, like I've I've had, those are familiar. I would say those are the ones I think of when I think of a New Year's resolution, right? You yeah. agree, Mitz? Yeah, I do too. I think... Um, they can take on different forms. So I was talking to, um, I was walking yesterday with Susie and Leanne, and I was talking to them about New Year's resolutions. And, you know, they talked about some of these that you just mentioned. They're pretty common. But Susie had listened to a podcast where, um, I know I'm going to screw this up, but it's in my head this way. When you're thinking about, oh, I need to have a New Year's resolution, what should I do? Well, here's what she said. First, figure out something that you're good at. Then figure out someone who needs what you're good at. And then the third step is, what's your first action step toward that? Mm. And I was thinking about that, and I thought, um, so in addition to some other things that I want to happen in 2021, I am I love being with teenagers, mm-hmm. and and I know about you're the college. I, yeah. I, I like it, so I'm probably good at it. I yeah. also know something about the college admission process. So here's something I'm good at. Who needs it? Well, there are some teenagers in this area that don't yeah. have access to, you know, their parents haven't gone to college. So I could figure out, I know the population, I could figure out how I could volunteer or insert yeah. myself someplace 
mm-hmm. like maybe Boys and Girls Club or something. I don't I don't know if they're even meeting right now. Where mm-hmm. I could take something that I already am good at and help somebody else with it. And the, the other thing I thought of was like, if you're a good cook and you enjoy cooking, so identify your talent, that would be mm-hmm. cooking. Mm-hmm. Identify a need. Maybe you have someone in your life who is not very able and doesn't mm. cook, or maybe there's somebody, always somebody in your life who needs a meal. So you find the person that needs it, and then you kind of make a plan for yourself on, so how would I go about using my talent to get this Yeah. Uh, thing to that person. So I'm kind of digging that that idea. Yeah. And I think this kind of leads into the last point that I wanted to talk about. But like, once you set a goal or an intention, like, how do you, how do you keep it? Right? So you're, you're saying, because just saying, I want to help, I want to help students get into college. That's like huge and overwhelming. But what do you actually do? You know, setting a specific goal um, is so important in all of this. And and I think you do this really well, Mitz, but, you know, choosing something realistic yes. and then breaking it down into, you know, baby steps. What is the next thing? The next thing you need to do, Mitz, is figure out where it, there are places that you could go to connect with students, right? Yeah. Yes. And so I sort of looked up some other tips. They say like to just pick one resolution, which I'm not very good at that because I want to have a whole list of goals, right? Right. Yep. And I would also, I think the other reason why why resolutions are a little mm for me is I'm sort of the kind of person that when I decide, I just start right now. (laughs) Like I don't want to wait till January 1st. I want to start right now. Um, but, But just like be thinking about it at least, right? Right. Getting your Um, mind ready. Yes. Small steps. And then I think just not, if you feel like you're failing, then you're going to fail. Whereas if you're seeing it as a process of growing, it doesn't happen overnight. Having support people who are cheering you on, even if you like get a little off track. Yeah, I like that. You can get back on. Just because you took a week off doesn't mean that your whole New Year's resolution is to crap, right? Like you can still do the things and and be proud of your progress. Um, Celebrate it. Yeah, have somebody to brag to who Mm -hmm. isn't going to think you're like stuck up or think you're better, but just someone who is truly cheering for you. Right. Um, On your side, yeah. Yes, exactly. So, you know, it takes work. New Year's resolutions definitely take work. Don't, I would say, don't worry if you slip up once or twice, stay committed and Mm -hmm. remember the end goal. Remember that the end goal is just being a better person at the end of the year, that that's it. And it's okay to take the long way to get there. I like that. Yeah. So whether you, yes, it makes it seem much more doable. Exactly. Um, So whether you're going to set an intention, make a new year's resolution, or just skip the whole thing this year, because 2020, we wish you a very happy and healthy new year. We hope that God blesses you in 2021 and that you just keep striving to be that better human. Thank you for listening this week. We hope you have a great week. Bye. God bless you.